This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Senate Republicans are meeting with President Joe Biden Thursday to hash out infrastructure differences. Wyoming Senator John Barrasso says the group is going with a good faith offer and hopes to find common ground. On things that the American people would think of as infrastructure, roads, bridges, ports, airports, waterways, uh, and of course in the 21st century, uh, high-speed broadband. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says Democrats also hope to move forward on infrastructure in a bipartisan way. We're going to keep pursuing that in a variety of different ways. And even when it can't be bipartisan, we're going to have a process in committees where they they can do amendments and stuff like that. But obviously, we don't want to make the mistake of 2009 and 10, where the negotiations went on forever. Uh, Then the Republicans didn't join and we couldn't get much else done. One of the sticking points is that Biden wants to make changes to the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act to pay for his proposal. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai is scheduled to appear before the Senate Finance Committee later this week. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, who serves on the committee, has several questions for Tai related to ag exports. So number one would be to make sure that China is meeting its commitments on phase one. Number two would be the United Kingdom. Number three would be Kenya. Uh, Number four would be, are we going to be able to make progress with uh, India? And then the other one would be, uh, fifth or sixth might be, are we thinking about getting into the TPA? He also wants to know progress on USMCA enforcement for using biotechnology for crops in Mexico. We're having problems and we're having problems with, with Canada on their uh, uh, milk uh, or their dairy program not living up to their commitment. The hearing begins at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Wednesday. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland Crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. Grain analysts will be watching for new crop yield adjustments in tomorrow's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Allendale's Mike Lung says this will be the first true estimate of new crop production this growing season for corn and soybeans. So that yield number should give everyone somewhere to start building up their story for what they're expecting for this new crop picture, what can we can expect for the supply side of things, and how we can go about messing around with numbers going forward. Even if we are seeing, say, trendline yield, are we seeing trendline yield with what we saw from the intentions number? Or like we've been seeing from various outlets, are we expecting to see several million more acres added to that corn? In March, USDA's prospective plantings report estimated 91.1 million acres of corn to be planted this growing season. Trade was estimating 92.3 million acres. The lower estimates by USDA caused both corn and soybeans to bypass limit highs. A Danish nutrition expert in fish-based food systems has been named the 2021 World Food Prize laureate. Shakantala Haraksing Tilsted was announced as the recipient today by the World Food Prize Foundation. Tilsted was the first researcher to establish that small fish commonly eaten across Southeast Asia 
provide an important source of essential micronutrients and fatty acids. Her research began in Bangladesh. This award is a major acknowledgement of the need to prioritize fish and aquatic foods in food and nutrition policies and programs at national and global levels. Personally, it is simply wonderful to be recognized for my work, particularly as a woman in science whose life and career began on a small Caribbean island. Tilstead's breakthrough has helped low-income families in countries like Bangladesh, India, and Zambia afford to pay for highly nutritious food at a low cost. She is currently the global lead for nutrition and public health at World Fish, a research center headquartered in Malaysia. Tilstead received a $250,000 award and will be recognized at a ceremony later this year. Read the entire story as well as the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.